And good afternoon. It is 2 p.m. Saturday, March the 2 p.m. Central Time, Saturday, March the 2nd, 2019. I'm Leon Davis, and you're tuned in to Altitude Adjustment. I want to thank you very much for taking this opportunity to join me this afternoon. Uh, I've been doing my podcast for a little, almost a year and a half, maybe, and uh, I really enjoy the podcast. And one of the things that I like to do is I go back through the podcasts and make sure that the message that I was putting forth during that podcast was the point I was trying to make. And sometimes the pod, when I'm doing the podcast, it runs a little long and I have to cut parts of the podcast out to meet the time frame. So I want to do it in a 30 minute podcast. Uh, I don't want to I want to stay as close to that as possible. And that's what I work towards. Uh, so this show, this particular podcast is about uh, clearing up some of the or bringing a finer point on some of the podcasts that I have done previously. Welcome to Altitude Adjustment. So last week I did a podcast, um, I called it Mean and Green, and it was about uh, the Green New Deal. <clears throat> and one of the things that um, I missed, missed, missed mentioning um, about the Green New Deal is I believe we should learn to work harder. I'm sorry, work smarter and not harder. Um, you hear that a lot in business. Uh, you probably should hear that a lot in life. But working smarter simply means uh, not being able to do things in a better way um, and not just just sweat and work and hard. It's just doing things in a better way, in a smarter way. And so right now to try to meet our energy needs, we, we drill, we run a drill in the ground. Uh, they have to do sometimes excavation. They have to uh, try to find where there are reserves at. Um, and so they dig and some of the byproducts of that uh, can be earthquakes. There's, um, uh, waste that has to be managed and that could, can't possibly contaminate parts of the um, our, 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 our planet and working smarter. So the Green New Deal is an attempt at um, finding, using renewable energy that puts less of a tax attacks on our ecology on what we how we live in our the space that we sleep at where we build our homes where people live uh, and still meet our energy needs um, so as I mentioned at, at we in order to, to get oil that has to be uh, you have to dig you have to bring the oil up it has to be taken from the drill site to a processing plant and then shipped out to um, the different places that we use, we, we're going to get our energy from that we're going to use. Um, working smarter with um, uh, solar energy, take for instance, um, you create solar panels, you can put them on the roof and you generate your own energy. There's no, um, now to get the raw materials, there may be some digging, um, but you basically uh, the energy is can be created right from a, a rooftop solar panel. Enough energy 
actually to for communities to share that we're working smarter. We don't have to dig. We don't have to. Uh, there's no danger of leakage of uh, oil from wrecks or trains or things of that nature. Um, and so the energy does not ha have. So we still meeting our energy needs. We're still um, progressing as a society and we're protecting our environment. That's working smarter, not harder. Um, one of the other things also, um, what. So so these oil reserves, I, I'm now I have to profess some level of ignorance on how that oil got there. We call it fossil fuel and I've looked up what that means. And so we're saying, um, you know, it's created naturally, right? not naturally, but through the decay or uh, breakdown of uh, organisms. Uh, and we, we, feel, we, we mine that. I don't know how plentiful that was, that um, is, that source of energy is, but um, why not make our primary source of energy um, the sun and the wind and use those oil reserves as only a backup if that becomes necessary? And that to me is working smarter and not harder. Um, we protect our environment. And so the question um, some people have brought up is um, the, the, the cost of it and that becomes a discussion that becomes diff difficult to have because if cost is your only and, and I think and I said this last week, if cost is your only measure of uh, energy source or how we fuel society or how we move forward, um, then you don't really have an argument. What you what you are doing is you're advocating for no change and no change does not help all of us if what we're doing has a harmful impact. Now, you may not necessarily believe that in 10 years we're going to be in a really bad fix because of global warming or you may not even believe in global warming but if you have a choice of using solar energy and having to mine dig and export oil why would you continue to do that what would be the logical reason for continuing that aspect of um meeting our energy needs in the future so so it's just the green new deal is just a smarter way of trying to meet our energy needs and so having the discussion about how to implement that green new deal is to me more logical and reasonable than should we do that um and so i wanted to to at least make those uh fine-tune those points on that discussion because uh, I kind of left off that work harder, uh, work smarter, not harder kind of a deal. And I, and I really like that phrase. Um, so Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is the face of the Green New Deal, though we've had uh, other attempts at um, 
renew at adding renewable energy or moving to a renewable energy and so my concern about the arg the discussion that we're having around um, um, renewable energy is if there is and, and I'll just say if just for the sake of discussion if there is a negative impact of fossil fuels on our, our um, planet if there is a negative impact on our planet when will that reach a tipping point of where it may be too late to make changes so um, what we know in medicine is that if you ignore an illness for too long it may reach a point where you cannot fix it so if you catch it early enough um, you may be able to uh, ward off the negative impacts of that. If we are um, da doing damage to our planet and we proceed on the path that we're on uh, and we don't look at the, the possible negative consequences of it in time, there may be that point of no return. And if uh, new renewable energies you can actually make a solar cell uh, in your home at home Th this is technology that um, is not super expensive from what I from the research that I um, uncovered and you could actually make solar cells at your home that could help help you uh, become more energy self-sufficient um, so the discussion that we're having right now is a part, okay, um, there is a toxicity in our discussion right, in our politics right now, um, that is completely non-productive to problem solving. And uh, recently, um, as I said, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is the face of some of the changes that we're trying to achieve in better preparing our society to deal with energy uh, consumption. And anytime that you're the first or anytime that you're the head or anytime you're the face of something, um, you're going to live with attacks. People are just going to attack you because you're visible. And the if the attacks are, are my thrust is that the, the tax should be on the idea and not on the person and hopefully the attacks are of a an intelligent nature that you can we can have a rational reasonable discussion um, and it's difficult to see how we get from where we are to where we need to be um, this past week uh, Ms. Uh, Ocasio-Cortez um, made some comments and people, some people just lost their collective minds. I'm going to play you a, a couple of quips, clips. The first is um, Ocasio-Cortez's comments and then uh, the second will be some of the responses. And these, uh, well, let's start there first. Our planet is going to make disaster if we don't turn the ship around 
And so it's basically like there's scientific consensus that the lives of children are going to be very difficult. And it does lead, I think, young people to have a legitimate question. You know, should, is it okay to still have children? Now, any reasonable person would understand what she meant by that. Um, Planned Parenthood, which is not something that's new, um, planning children and determining if you want to have children is nothing new. It's nothing out of the ordinary. It's nothing even controversial. Um, although there are some religious concerns about family planning, but I'm not approaching those. I'm just talking about in general, just planning your family. Now, these are, here's some of the responses from uh, people with a microphone and a camera in front of them. Hasn't told this idiotic windbag to be quiet and take a seat. Don't talk until you learn something. Say, you don't know what you're talking about. Be quiet. Come back when you grow up. It looks like these Democrats don't seem to care about babies born in America, but they do care about the planet. In fact, AOC is now even wondering if people should just stop having children. Listen to this. So, so a lot of the, so some of the attacks are personal. They're, um, you're too young, you're not intelligent enough, um, you're spewing nonsense, rather than approaching dealing with um, the actual uh, thrust of what she's saying or what, what we're talking about. And... Um, so so when we, uh, we attack each other in this manner, it is I, I cannot believe it's very productive. It's more about uh, beating each other and this win win attitude and win loss rather than understanding that we can all win. And that's important that we do um, what kind of damage is done when we take very intelligent and productive people who are working hard to solve problems in our society and we denigrate them. And the, the, the attempt is denigration. It's, it's not um, to uh, attack the idea to better or refine the idea so that it's more inclusive or that it covers a particular issue. It's, destroy the messenger and you destroy the message and that to me seems like a completely counterproductive way to approach it there is it's easily understood that you know people make decisions about having children based on uh, if they want to bring a child into a society that behaves in a way that they don't feel is productive and we protect our families from people who um, attack in the ways that some people are attacking others simply because they presented an idea that they disagree with. Democracy, which is an interesting, it's, a, it's, it's an interesting form of self-governance. 
democracy, so I look at democracy, democracy like this. Democracy is a vehicle where everyone has a steering wheel. In order for the vehicle, so we're, we're on the tracks. Um, in order for the vehicle to get off the tracks, say we're headed down someplace, and in order to get where we need to go, um, everyone has to, has a wheel, has a, a steering wheel, and they make a turn, whether left or right. And the vehicle slowly or quickly moves into the direction based on the number of people that turn in any particular direction. So the more people that turn left, the faster the, the vehicle moves to the left. The more people turn to the right, the faster the vehicle moves to the right. Um, so it's important for everyone to make their point about which direction we should go and where we're trying to go and get to and what is the best route to get there. So democracy is everyone participating and everyone taking that, that turn at the wheel and and moving the vehicle in the direction that we needed to go. Um, it is completely unproductive, non-productive when we attack one another for their decision to turn in the direction that they want to turn. It, the, we've seen in this current environment, we've seen the Achilles heel of democracy. Democracy can be sidetracked, can be derailed by people with a vendetta. It can be sidetracked or derailed by people who have no intention of doing anything positive, but wrecking the situation. We have people who actually want to close down government. Um, most people, all people like having a place that they can call their home that uh, other people can't infringe upon their rights to do what they want to do. And government helps provide that. A gentleman has a home or someone has a home and uh, they have a neighbor because all land is going to be occupied to some degree. And so you're going to have a particular amount of land that you have access to. Now, if there's no borders, um, you still have to protect uh, the space that you're in because if someone decides that you're on their land and there are no borders, then how do you determine who's right? Um, so democracy helps define some of the borders. It's an agreement where we all uh, agree to, in some way, um, have, uh, accept a set of rules that everyone should live by. And whether you completely agree with them or not, um, it does add a framework of behavior which allows you to expect certain behavior from one person and another person. If if we don't have a government, then it becomes mob rule. That means if if you decide uh, that you have a square block or two square blocks or a mile of territory and another person decides they want to infringe upon that territory and they recruit other people and say, okay, we'll take that person's territory and split it up. 
um, without some form of uh, pushback, without some form of protection, um, it's just it becomes anarchy. It becomes mob rule. And so so right now, what we're what I believe we're seeing is an attack on and and. There are a lot of people been saying that, that there's an attack on the rule of law, attack on uh, government and on democracy as a whole. Um, and so so that's what what I wanted to, to point out is, is that um, if we're not striving to better perfect our democracy while arguing our points, then we're defeating the whole purpose of democracy and we can wind up um, harming our system of government and our ability to work together as a community. So while I picked these particular examples, um, I would, they were the, the most readily available examples and regardless of which side, um, I would um, call out any actions to demean the individual over attacking the idea or whatever ideas you put forth as far as how our democracy should work. I, you can attack those ideas with impunity, but attacking the individual is something completely different. It is, I don't have to um, give a logical reason for disapproving of the idea if i attack the individual then the idea falls and so good ideas then wind up um, falling out of favor and not being implemented and that is not beneficial to to anyone um so i that was that was uh, a couple of uh, podcasts ago um, now I want to cover a, a, a big business person. I'm a big time believer in uh, free enterprise and um, innovation in business. And one of the things that I think has been fantastic uh, as a as a young person, I always dreamed of uh, we would have video phones. Um, of course, I thought of you know the desktop phones with a screen and uh, you talk to someone and be able to see them while you're talking to them well that has come true it is it is implemented uh, and it is available today and, and I take full advantage of it when I can um, because it's part of part of the communication process is being able to be able to interpret non um, verbal uh, cues and watching someone's expression, watching someone's uh, movements during communication can tell you about as much about what they're saying as hearing what they're saying. A lot of times, you know, people say things uh, and we can easily misinterpret it. I, um, texting is to me is one probably the worst way to communicate uh, because it does not give you a lot of uh, reference. It does not give you a lot of context. You have to add the context yourself and and you have to um, um, take more 
guesses at what some one person means when they're saying something. And so that um, makes more of an opportunity that you're going to misunderstand them. And so, so what's, what's happened in our society as technology has developed or evolved, um, small, small percentage or large, small percentage of companies want to dominate that, uh, that space. By doing that, the, they put in danger the gains that we've made in those areas um, in the sense like, um, so I, I did a, a podcast on Facebook Frenzy, uh, and it talked about uh, the, some of the bad behavior that Facebook has exhibited. And when, when they're the dominant force in that technology, then we're either forced to live with them and their bad behavior, uh, or we may have to, in order to pluck that bad behavior from our um, society, may have to do without or um, uh, back up on using that technology. And so, uh, hopefully, and, and you know, by me covering that, is that we become more aware of holding companies accountable for their behavior, um, regardless of whether they are dominated a, a, a sector or not. It's quite possible that some company that is in a particular a business sector uh, would grow and become more dominant in a particular sector and their behavior from early uh, is important. And one company that um, in particular that puts me in the mind of that is instacart.com. Um, so a friend of mine introduced me to Instacart, sent me a link and they give you, you know, $10, I think for um, referral. So my friend would get $10 if I signed up for Instacart and purchased something. And Instacart is just a delivery service that has made an agreement with several businesses that the, you could shop online. They would uh, put that for, together for you and then deliver it. Um, so, so I thought I'd try it. I like, give it a try. No big deal. Um, cause I'm big on, on technology and I thought, well, you know, just give it a shot. So I, I go out, I order a few groceries from a local grocer and I didn't. So, so when you go to check out now, um, and this, so the next topic is kind of part of this topic. Um, because I, I talked about advertising and uh, I wanted to talk a little bit, of, make another couple of points about advertising. But what happens is, you, so you go to look for information on how a company operates. Um, what you wind up getting is rather than particulars about functionality, how they do this, why they do that, what you get is 
uh, this is great. You know, all you have to do is sign up. And so basically they're trying to get you to sign up before you un completely understand how they function, how they operate and why they do what they do. Um, so you don't they don't try to give you um, particulars. They give you um, advertising. Basically, uh, it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Make sure you do this. You, you don't want to miss out your friends or, you know, it's wonderful and you can share this with your friend and it's all advertising. It's all puffery. But anyway, uh, so my friend sent me this link to it to Instacart. Um, when you go to checkout. There is a. Small, tiny, tiny text. And the text is very close in color to the background, so it doesn't stand out very much. In that text, it says they're going to take um, five to ten percent. Um, they're going to put a five or ten percent hold in addition to your order, just in case. But they don't tell you why you have to. Um, you have to do a deep search for that because they hide that information. And so because of the way I have a card set up that I'm going to use online, I don't put extra um, funds in there. I know exactly what I need and I make sure that that's in there so that I don't get a insufficient funds um, bill, which is $35 at my bank. I just happened to have an extra few dollars in this account so that when I ordered and they did what they did, I just barely missed by missed a thirty five dollar uh, fee. That. Um, for that bill, now what they do is they return back that extra um, five or ten percent that they took. But the fact that the, that I, I wasn't aware that they were going to take it was extremely aggravating for me. And it wasn't clearly spelled out, spelled out and it wasn't clearly readily available. And it wasn't that you would have put first. I, my anticipation is if my bill is forty six dollars, you will charge me forty six dollars. Um, and that's and that's that. Uh, so so Instacart. <clears throat> pardon me is um it's on my never use again list um i don't like shady behavior i don't like um uh, someone that takes advantage of me and i felt that that's what they did and i did some searching on uh issues with uh, instacart and i would encourage you to, to, to do the same before using that service if you do use that service and I did talk, uh, want to talk about a little bit about advertising. Um, what has, so what I talked about earlier was some of the, the bad practices that advertisers use on the internet and it has gotten worse. So, um, while we're, we're still having, I, I'm just yesterday and no, today, um, I, I'm watching a video and I keep my volume at a certain level because um, it's necessary in order to not um, infringe upon other people's ability to hear and do things that they need to do around the house. Um, 
So I get videos that just the volume just is like four times greater than the volume of the, the uh, video that I'm watching. So, so now I've got to uh, keep my hand on the volume control um, to avoid uh, having blaring volume uh, from, a, from an advertising. And then one other really annoying advertising practice is now in the middle of a page, they have between paragraphs, they have advertising. And the advertising updates constantly. So while I'm trying to read, if the advertising is of a different size than the previous advertising, it shifts the page. Now I have to find my place where I'm reading and start from there. The thing is, this advertising shifts about every five seconds. About every five to eight seconds, five to six seconds, that advertising shifts. I mean, so I'm constantly having to readjust in a long article. I'm having to readjust my position. And this is what, what, um, so, so companies or content providers in order to try to make money, insert these advertisings, advertisements in their pages. That's a part of it. And then they try to encourage you that they're not, you're not allowed to visit their page if you don't, if you have a uh, uh, ad blocker. So if you want to read an article without being harassed, um, it's not available to you in some sites. It is, we're going to punish you for coming to our site to view our content. Um, and then my last, um, my last item today is um, Jussie Smollett. So I've, I've avoided uh, commenting on that. Um, You know what? I'm going to avoid that today. I'm going to wrap things up. I want to thank you very much for joining me this afternoon. Hopefully I have at least added a final point on some of the things that um, uh, that I have presented to you in the past and shared with you today. So I want to, like I said, thank you very much for joining me. Um, you can always find my podcast on um, YouTube. Uh, you are encouraged to participate in the podcast by asking questions and including your thoughts. Um, to participate, just contact Altitude Adjustment by connecting via Skype at thelionsden.stl at gmail.com or Google at lionsdenstl at gmail.com. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, and YouTube. Be sure to look out for this and other po episodes. Uh, where you listen to podcasts, remember that your likes and shares are internet gold. So like and share this podcast where you find it. Remember to be cool and be calm. And above all, be careful. Look out for the other guy because they may not be looking out for you.